For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. In a world where fear, chaos, and boredom reign, a world where hope and toilet paper dwindle, two heroes will stand up and change the fate of us all. On the Dogs of War podcast, Raleigh and Kevin have vowed to restore the glory of the Cleveland Browns by whatever means necessary. From the creators of Angry Browns fans, the Dogs of War is back for Season 2, a top 10 sports podcast in the country of Lebanon. Our heroes are armed with random movie quotes, the Munilat payphone, and an unconditional love for the Cleveland Browns. If you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain, if you're not into yoga, if you have half a brain, if you'd like making love at midnight in the dunes of the Cape, and I'm the love that you've looked for, write to me and escape. We're recording. Oh, we are back. We are live. Quarantine. You know, we saw her trying to give the people some hope. You heard? <laughs> These are strange times. Hi, I'm your host, Raleigh. And I'm also your host, Kevin. And welcome back to... Welcome back. Season Dose. Season two, we made it, of the Dogs of War podcast. So th- this is a, kind of a strange situation for us. Uh, we are recording in different locations. We are honoring the... We have to be. The quarantine uh, rules set by the man to prevent the spread of the coronavirus. Normally, we're in the same room, so this is a challenge. Do we sound? Do you think we're going to sound decent? I, I, I like the sound so far. It sounds good. It sounds good. And that's why you're the sound guy. By the way, how sick was that intro? I liked it. I liked it a lot. A lot of good things to come season two. First of all, it's, it's a miracle we got past episode two. Nonetheless, now heading into season two, but what better time to start season two than we're on a national, excuse me, international, worldwide pandemic, pandemic. quarantine? Yeah, it's, it's befitting. Like we were going to, we probably wouldn't have started for another few months at least. Yeah, but the people need hope. Maybe an interview here or there, but there's really not much you can do or talk about in February, March, until now. Yeah, just so like we decided, we're, why not start? And we might have, we might have 100 episodes this season now. Yeah, and we're going to ration out our content, just like we're rationing out regular supplies. And toilet paper. Oh, yeah. By the way, everybody was talking about toilet paper, groceries, etc. I just went I, straight straight to the booze. I have so many rants to get off this episode. So many pent-up rants I've not been able to get off during our therapeutic podcast episodes recently. So, <laughs> Why don't we, uh, why don't we uh, take a breather? We'll play our original intro from season one, which the people enjoyed. And we'll... Uh, We'll get right to it. Rants, brown shit. Who knows? The world is our oyster. Quarantine life. 18 seconds left. He's got the snap. Back to pass. Up in the pocket. Shooting it long and deep. And it's picked off. They got it. Terrence Mitchell's got it. And it's all over here now. They can't take it away anymore. 11 
catch the football. He's going to run it down to the best fans, the most patient fans in the league, right to the dog pound. Up and in he goes. So we're back. Episode one, season two, episode one of the Dogs of War podcast. You got Kevin and Riley here coming at you live from our respective homes, from our respective quarantine COVID-19 bunkers. How you doing? Hi, man. Before we get into the brown stuff, holy crap. There's a lot more important things to talk there about. There are a lot of important things to talk about. I'm doing all right. Uh, just for those of you that didn't listen to season one. Well, that'd be sick if you just came here out of nowhere, so welcome. But I have, I live in an apartment with my beloved roommate slash girlfriend slash fiance, Kate. So we're kind of in different rooms during uh, throughout the week. Hey, time out. You guys are still, is she still engaged to you? Yeah, she is not throwing the ring back in my face yet because that, that's one thing we, we got to talk about that is is relationships during this time there's a lot to cover but but sorry keep going yeah it's we're, we're lucky enough well let me take a quick step back there are a lot of people in a lot of worse spots than we are we are both lucky enough to be able to work from home at our respective jobs for the man we're still getting paid we're just trying not to kill each other mostly i'm trying for her I'm trying to not piss her off so that she kills me, but I don't know. I mean, you live alone. I do live alone. How's that going? I go back and forth. I mean, <laughs> you wanna... slipping into madness. I mean, there's only so many times you can go out for a run or I mean, there's, I will literally go out to the coffee place down the street. Well, the Seven Eleven. it's the only thing that's open and I'll get the smallest coffee I can get just as an excuse to an hour later, have to go back out and get that coffee again. I have not gone on a run yet, which is terrible. Like, <laughs> good for you for staying in shape, being in any type of shape, because this guy is content with everything Netflix has to offer. It's purely for my mental health. Yeah, not I, even for the physical side of things. I and okay. Let let's keep it a, let's keep it a bean here. There are. I am probably at the very bottom of the list of people who can complain about anything right now. Oh, um, for sure. Like there, there are a lot of people that I, you know, that you know, my, my thoughts and prayers and, and goes out to you know, one of the people that are actually working, you know, the medical professionals during this. You know, everyone listening, everyone here has someone who's a nurse or a doctor or a therapist, someone in a hospital or a doctor's office, or so that's incredible. I could never relate or even imagine what what that's like right now. Um, you know, my, my sister runs a nursing home. I don't think she slept in like three weeks. Oh shit. Uh, that's a whole nother thing. You know, the people that, people that, you know, work jobs that they're not allowed to take off, uh, you know, the grocery store workers, the people at the banks, the people at, you know, the convenience stores or anywhere else, you know, or the, the, the people driving the trucks out there, the, the middle of the night deliveries, like those people, you know, a lot of people are sitting here and I'm just as guilty of this as well, you know, throwing out the, the funny memes or making jokes and, and, you know, fake complaining. But I mean, there's a lot of people that have it a thousand billion million times worse than, than we do. So hats off to them. And then, you know, most importantly, who that, that, that lost their jobs overnight. Oh uh, yeah. That's, it's, uh, that's been, cause you know, I know we all know people in, you know, in that situation too. So like you said, you know, I've been doing, you know, trying to do as much as I can in terms of, you know, ordering out, um, or ordering in, whatever you want to call it, you know, supporting, you know, every single bar restaurant out there has a GoFundMe at this point for their employees. Um, 
you know, I've been trying to do my part. So, you know, if you're looking for something to do or how to contribute to that, you know, I'm sure your favorite watering hole or restaurant has something set up, you know, to support their, their workers who are unemployed at this time. So, um, yeah, we're going to keep it. We're going to, that, that'll be the heaviest part of this episode right here. We're going to keep it light, but just so we can have that, you know, disclaimer at the, at, at the jump here that there's a lot of people out there who are going through a lot, especially, I mean, also people who are actually be, are, are sick from this. Um, so there's a lot of people that have a lot worse, but wanted to get that off and we can keep it light the rest of the way out. Yeah. So that's, uh, yeah. You know, as you're going through that great rant, by the way, um, thank you. A lot more to come this episode. Yeah. It sounds like that. Well, a lot more to come this season. Rome was not built in a day. Neither was the dogs of war. Neither were the, neither were the Browns. Neither were the Browns. So we are going to focus on keeping it light, keeping it positive. Yes. Do we have much to complain about relative to others? No, but we can also be, Heroes in our own way, Kevin, by making those people Browns fans or laugh about random movie quotes, whatever we can do to keep it light. So, yeah. Do you have any uh, sick pointers for staying sane other than running and whatever you just ranted about? I do. Me and Kate watched Shawshank Redemption for the first time. What? Correction. I watched it for the 500th time. She watched it for the first time. Um, Someone else told me this week that they watched it for the first time from from quarantine, which is incredible. And I I am someone who has seen like three percent of the movies of the average person. Like I'm just I'm not a movie guy like you are. So, yeah. but even if, if I've even seen that movie, yeah, you know it's messed you, up. You should be seeing everyone should be seeing the movie. Yeah, it was. Uh, all, she cried and said it might. It's her favorite movie. Oh wow. Let's see tips to stay sane. Uh, well, fortunately, I. I was playing a lot of music, you know, I, I play music. It's my, it's my big hobby. So that's been keeping me sane. And, you know, doing that a lot more than I normally would. Uh, we'll probably be pumping out more of these episodes now because we have nothing else to do. Um, right. Reading a lot, watching a lot of Tiger King. Oh uh, yeah. Watching a lot of Netflix. Uh, you just got to find excuses to just go out and take a walk. Um, I got to throw a rant out. Now that we're talking about walking though. Rant on my brother. Every time I go out, to get a coffee or try and stand in line for six hours at Trader Joe's or just do anything to get out of my, my one bedroom apartment. It blows my mind that I'm still seeing way too many old folks out there walking around or going to the store or in line at a store. Like what are you people doing? (laughs) Let's okay here. And I, I understand it. Like, look, us, the, you know, the generations older than us, you know, when you think about uh, the greatest generation ever, you know, the World War II, and then the generation after them, you know, those are the strongest people ever built by God. Let's keep it a buck, right? Like, we will never, ever be able to compare ourselves to them. They've, they've seen it all from, you know, people that, Great Depression, the wars, uh, Vietnam, all this shit, whatever. They've been through everything. So, I understand that a lot of them are like, ah. You know, we've seen everything. What's this going to do to us? No. Here's what it can do to you. You guys are, are yes, have seen it all. You know what you're not stronger than? This virus. Oh, uh, I don't know. I think they might be. That's no. debatable. Like, just stay inside your homes. And I, I said to anyone, but especially these old folks I still see walking around just taking a stroll. Like, yeah, you can take a stroll. Go around your block a few times. Stop going. I'm sick of seeing you in the store. I'm sick of seeing you walking around, you know, you are not, yes, you, you've, you've done a lot more than our millennial asses and Gen Z asses or at whatever we are now, no doubt. But this is one thing you're not stronger than, so stay inside your house. It's getting a little bit absurd. Uh, I had another rant, too, that I forget. So that's number one. 
number two, oh yeah, uh, this has already been said a million times elsewhere. Gang, toilet paper does not cure coronavirus. Stop hoarding it, asshole. Number two, uh, neither do double baby. Neither do masks. And I, 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 I fundamentally don't understand. I'm still seeing people walking around in these masks. Are, are, are you going to perform surgery? Uh, are you, are you a nerd? Are you a doctor? Is that what you have it on? Then great. But if not, that's like putting on a T-shirt and saying, "Oh, okay, I'm. It's a bulletproof vest. I'm straight. You can shoot me now. I'm good." Maybe a little extreme, but. I don't understand some of the things that people are just freaking out about. It, it's just been absolutely baffling. So certainly, you know, there's a lot going on, but we've learned a lot about our fellow mankind during this these past few weeks as well. We're good oh. for right now with the rants. Hey, yeah, we're just uh, we're just staying positive. Clearly, um, I have developed a doomsday preparation. Excuse me, I have developed a doomsday preparation plan for myself over the past couple of years, and I don't think we need to use it, but I thought I would just share with you, and for all of you listening, maybe you have your own doomsday preparation uh, game plan that you'd like to share with us as well. I have a great uncle, Frank, who lives in Youngstown, Ohio. It is my mom's uncle. He is a doctor. He lives on a farm. He's got a bunch of guns. I don't know why he has a farm, and he's a medical doctor that still practices. His son, Zach, shout out Zach, also practices as a family pediatrician or whatever they're called these days. Ton of DVDs, natural gas. There is a Amish family that lives on their land that uh, I don't really know what they do, but they have a relationship with the Amish who have been doing well for the past several centuries in terms of uh, being uh, cut off from the outside world. Yeah, they're fine. So, yeah, if shit hits the fan, I'm going straight to Uncle Frank's, and me and Kate will do whatever we need to do to survive, including potentially integrate with the Amish community and uh, watch a bunch of B-movies in Uncle Frank's basement with our arsenal of weapons. What do you got? Uh, yeah, so I got family that lives out in Montana and Wyoming. Shout out my cousins. I haven't even brought this up with them yet, but I will be inviting myself out there to live in their more remote establishments and what I have going on here. So that is my doomsday plan. I, we're not going to get there. Um, Do they have cattle? No cattle. My uncle Frank has cattle. That's All a right. big selling point for me. I forgot to mention. And, and actually back to uncle Frank, he just turned 80. My mom wrote him a letter. Everybody in the family wrote letters. Like I didn't, I missed the memo, but it was really long about the experiences and the memories that she has with him. And she threw a little tidbit in there about Raleigh's plan on going to your house uh, during the end times and withering the storm, right? Not withering the storm, riding out the storm, whatever. And it's all he could talk about to everybody. Yeah. What did you hear about Raleigh's plan coming up here and holding it down? Like uncle Frank knows that I get it and he gets it. We appreciate each other. Good. Shout out Uncle Frank and Aunt Trish. Uh, sorry to cut you off. Go on. No. Uh, yeah, and also uh, one more rant, just because this is just me, just you know, week three in my apartment all alone for the most part. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry, that's I, not funny. I love guys. The the virtual happy hours are awesome. I've done a bunch with my family and other families and friends. We don't oh, need yeah. to be, we don't need to be putting them on Instagram and Snapchat every time we do one. We get it. We're all doing it, but. When you know, I, I need I need things in my social media right now. They're gonna entertain me. When I see fifty thousand pictures of you and twelve people on a little computer screen 
looking at each other. I need more than that. So step up your social media games, folks. A lot of people have. The memes have been fantastic. All social media is is is, at, is humming right now on all cylinders. Stop putting up your, your happy hours. I saw you grouchy old man. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I disagree. I mean, there's some that's like insane where it's like the, the social media goes, there's, there's, there's been, some been good stuff. I'd say just keep it positive. Some people are all of a sudden coronavirus experts and national pandemic logisticians. It's like, well, can we just all not be dicks to each other? And personally, if somebody puts up a social media thing that they have friends, whatever, the virtual happy hours, good for them. Just keep it positive. I'd like to see more dog pics. True. Uh, yeah, no, and I'm not trying to be, I'm, I'm not saying don't do them. Please do them. Just, we got to just do, or, or not, maybe not just like make them videos. I don't know, something different, except the 50,000 screenshots of you can't even see anyone's faces on a, a mini MacBook Air screen. <laughs> uh, the best one I've seen, though, the most creative I've seen so far is I saw someone is hosting like a couple nights a week, the, like their group of like 12 friends host a trivia night on Zoom. And yeah. they all throw like five or 10 bucks in. And one person, they pick one person is like the, the trivia master every week to like ask the questions. And it's like, you know, 10 couples versus everyone, like the winners take the pot. Uh, that's cool. I like that. Uh, what other creative things have I seen? Uh, on social media? or uh, I, I didn't know. Just social media in general. Or, yeah, in general. A lot you of know, workout I, videos. A lot of workout videos, a lot of creative workouts. Uh, I didn't really know a whole lot about TikTok, but now I think I might have to learn a TikTok dance. I have no idea what the hell TikTok. People show that they have a TikTok on their Instagram, and I'm like, I, I don't even know how to – should Google TikTok and see what that is. It's hot. It's hot in the streets right now and the tweets. So I might need to learn a TikTok dance. Uh, when it comes to dancing, I'm about as uncoordinated as it gets. Um, so it'll be fun to see that. Uh, I think my last one, you, just back to your thing about being positive. The people that are, and this is a very small amount, thank God. People are trying to bring politics into this. You, I mean, I, I I wish nothing but the worst for you and, <laughs> and your offspring and your family. Um, I, I, all right, Kevin. Kevin. Kevin, you're being very negative. If you bring politics or something like this, I, I personally think you should just die. Um, All right. But that's me. That I'm one person on a podcast where it's probably only our mothers listening this week. But that's my that's my two cents on that. Uh, let's move it on. I haven't shaved since this whole thing started. Mm. This is the first time in my life, in my life, I've gone more than two days without shaving. Really? I got I, it's growing in. Yeah, I've never because it always came in. I I, I look like a. Uh, like a criminal can, or, or like a can you what? see me right now no i turn off videos i can't see you either do you look like a, a blonde tom hanks from castaway uh more like brad pitt from fight club with uh with facial hair yeah, but, I, was, I was gonna make that joke like a similar spin off of that but but no hey for those out there that have never because I, I was just always too afraid to, to grow my face because i it just came out spotting goofy or whatnot now's the time to do it no one um, except maybe one or two other people will ever see you for the next several weeks. Grow it out. I'm just letting it go. I'm going to go a sick-ass I've been very goatee. pleasantly surprised. I'm going to go with a goatee, possibly a soul patch. It's going like, to be dope. Like, I'm 31 and a half, closer to 32, and I've never my, – my, since I started growing facial hair, so when I was, what, like probably 25, uh, I never went more than two days – Rarely to, usually every single morning I would shave. So this has been a new experience for me. And maybe also just shows how absolutely lazy I'm getting because of this whole thing. But 
that's either here nor there. I've been going on a couple of runs. I just haven't. It's a miracle if I wear pants one day. Traditional pants, not like, you know, jeans or something is a win. I've been wearing my Browns pajamas a lot. should probably throw them in the wash occasionally. But, yeah, so things are good. Um, what are some other? Oh, we're doing a jigsaw puzzle, 1,000 piece. A lot of big, people are doing puzzles. I saw that. So God bless those people that have the – yeah. I might need to go to, to Target. That's what we call Target. And it's hilarious. I yeah, Kate, you got to start with the borders first. I found there's this uh, – there's not Legos, but it's close to Legos. They sell uh, Jacob's Field model building kits oh, for like sick. 50 bucks. I think I'm going to buy one of those and do that this week. Um, I watched a – swear to God, I watched a YouTube video of how to build model stadiums out of cardboard or balsa wood. So I thought about just going to Home Depot because that's still open and just buying a bunch of shit and trying to make like a model Brown stadium. That'd be sick. For fun. Like, and I would probably just get rid of it after I'm done. But take it. literally, I, I, I'm trying to find new and just anything to keep my, my, my mind together. Now, also, the good news too is, and, and again, like I say, we have the least amount of ground to, to be complaining here. I don't know about you or Kate or anyone like other friends that are, you know, this is the busiest I've been with work all year. Oof. I mean, I, I have been getting smoked, which has been a very big positive because my days have been flying by. It's really when I talk about all the other bullshit, it's like after, you know, 6 or 7 p.m. is when I'm sitting there like, okay, now what? But during the day, thank God there's been some stuff to do on that front. Well, I, I would like to quote, what's his name? What's the guy from Remember the Titans that was in The Wire? Um, Stringer Bell. Stringer Bell. Fuck, I don't remember. Wait, Stringer's not in Remember the Titans. Uh, it's not Stringer. It's uh, Stringer's boss. Help me out here. Stringer Bell's boss, whatever his name oh, is. Oh, Avon Barkley. Avon Barksdale. Barksdale, right? Barksdale, not Barkley. Yeah, yeah. Avon Barksdale said, when you're doing time, there's only two days that you do. The day you go in and the day you get out. <laughs> My man. When he walks out, uh, the episode on the, the, the softball yard, game yeah. off. Walks the, hey, old timer. You just got that one day left. You only yeah. two days. The day you the day go you in, get in, the, the day, day you, you come out. out. <laughs> My man. Man's got to have a code, Kevin. So, yeah. I'd re- I'm going to rewatch that whole series, actually. Yeah. I'd recommend The Wire. Get an HBO subscription. It's like 12 bucks a month. I saw some. Some uh, and again, I just saw this on uh, on forums. Now that I know some uh, adult entertainment sites for those eighteen and plus are offering all free memberships for the next you know couple months. So if you're into that kind of thing, <laughs> oh, are you wearing your pod jacket? I am. All right, me and Kevin are both wearing. We have vowed since we bought our pod jackets in December, I think now January to wear our pod jackets. Mine is a vintage. Leather, nah, it's not leather. Like a Browns bomber jacket, it's pretty sick. Kevin's is similar. And uh, twinning, let's go. Uh, one more thing on COVID that we can stop. Uh, I just, before we hit record on this episode, <laughs> I bought a exercise bike off Amazon. Uh, Pelotonin, or what are they called? Peloton. No, first of all, it's not, you're mixing melatonin with Peloton. It's not a Peloton. Yeah, it did sound um, like a pill when I, I said I, it. I refuse to, to get a $3,000 exercise bike. What I did 
is the number one rated bike on Amazon is in the Amazon recommended bike is a $150 foldable exercise bike. Perfect for an apartment. No, this is not a free ad. I just saw it and found it. Ton of ratings and reviews. Uh, so I got that and I will just ride it while watching something. Or if I want to make my own Peloton, I'll throw on a Peloton YouTube video and make my own for 150 bucks instead of 3000. So damn, when this is all done, you're just going to be shredded in shape, cultured, yeah. I'm going to be, you're going to you're gonna have to roll me. You're going to have to butter my sides to get me out of the front door. I'm trying just to not gain a hundred pounds, not, not lose weight. That's all. I'm trying to just stay, stay even keel here. Well, I am losing that battle as we speak. Yeah. So let's get into some Brown stuff. Cause in my opinion, Kevin, the people grinding out there, whether they know it or not, they're all Browns fans. And on this podcast, we are vowing. We're, we're vowing to, to keep the Browns chatter alive, even in the darkest times, and especially the offseason. Yeah, inspire hope. We got, we're working on some badass interviews that best, I don't want to jinx. Best time of the year. Best time of the year, offseason. Yeah. yeah, nobody's doing anything. So we are going to start lobbying hard to get some well known figures on this show. And the first one I want to start with, I don't want to say who it is because I don't want to jinx it, but. Oh, man, if we get him on, it'd be like the total opposite of the 0-16 season. The guy's yeah. a legend, and I'll let you... One of the biggest legends. Arguably the greatest legend of all time in the it's history not, of legends. Well, no, it's, it's not Jim Brown, so let's just knock that off real quick. It's not, it's not Jim Brown, and it's not Peyton Hillis. Speaking of Peyton Hillis, we made a lot of off-season moves that some of them I'm pumped about, some of them I have questions, but... Who knows? We're all just speculating at this point. Uh, Jack Conklin from the Tennessee Titans, all-pro right tackle. He is going to be a big part in our quest to protect the chosen one, Baker Mayfield. Austin po- Austin Hooper, almost called him Austin Pooper. <laughs> Austin Hooper from the Atlanta Falcons is now the highest-paid tight ends in the National Football League. Congrats to him on a national, uh, excuse me, on a monster contract. And please lead us to eternal glory. Case Keenum, Andy Janovic. Andy Janovic, what do you know about him? Uh, I'll tell you what. We have the rebirth of one Peyton Hillis, I think, in the in the making. So Andy Janovic is a fullback from the Denver Broncos. And the last time the Browns received a fullback from the Denver Broncos ended up being the greatest running back in NFL history, Peyton Hillis. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen I think they've edited or they've changed it since, but I was looking at the uh, the Wikipedia page for Andy, and it talked about his history as a state wrestling champ. And I'll, I'll paraphrase here. I'm reading from it. But in 2010, 2011, Janovic won the Nebraska Class B 189-pound title with a 53-0 record, yada, yada, finishing at 46-0. Andy is not circumcised and Lithuanian, German, and Irish descent. When I read Andy is not circumcised on his Wikipedia, I laughed so hard, I almost teared up. And if it's still there, it's got to be real, because the, <laughs> they, they removed that fake shit real quick. <laughs> I, that brought me joy. But, yeah, we don't want to – I don't want to say anything. We don't want to burst through everything we have as far as Brown's offseason move. We have plenty of episodes coming up. We don't want to run out of stuff to talk about, because – Content is a struggle to come by. The memes have slowed down. Production has slowed down. But we're going to do the best goddamn job we can, Kevin. 
Let's talk about some unfortunate departures. Ah, uh, Schobert. Sweet Joe Schobert and his lovely wife, Megan. Uh, we had her on for an interview uh, last season. Two of the best people in the world. Um, for those of you living under a rock, for those of you that don't know, Joe Schobert was our star linebacker. I personally think he was the leader of that defense. Oh, yeah. Model citizen, hard worker, and he got paid. Congrats to him and Megan on a $51 million contract in Jacksonville. We knew he was going to get paid, and the Browns weren't willing to do it, which maybe it was the right decision. Maybe it wasn't. They decided to prioritize or allocate their resources elsewhere. But from the bottom of our hearts, I wish him and her and their new son, Simon, the absolute best. Yeah. To echo all that, you know, they're in – Again, I don't like we said a thousand times on this podcast, we don't pretend to understand or, or try to break down the X's and O's and, and things behind the business side of things, you know, the contracts and why or, or why not they, they stayed or left. But uh, first and foremost, congratulations to them too, for sure. He just got the bag bag, like paid. Uh, more importantly, congrats on the birth of their new son. Uh, yeah, just two great people. I mean, and the one thing that really burns me up the most is that he was a captain of that defense. He was a leader of that defense, and we drafted him. Um, again, I don't, I don't care about the, uh, like I said, the, the stats and what he was or was not doing. I don't care. He was doing a lot. Um, but just one time, like before I die, I, I just want to draft someone that becomes a pro bowler like he did. And then we just keep him for a second contract. Like just have some longevity here. Have, you know, he's a fan favorite. Everyone loved him. But like, like you said, and like we've talked about with, with Megan too in the interview, you know, this, the, the first week they moved here after he got drafted four years ago. You know, she went right down the street to, like, the local dance studio and just got a job, just wanted to, like, you know, teach dance in the community. So those two got real involved. They went to the, the children's hospital, like, every week. Rainbow babies, yeah. Yeah, and they, they didn't put a lot of – they put some on social media, but, you know, like she said in her interview, they didn't put a lot of it on social media because that's not what they did it for. Um, so just two, like you said, phenomenal human beings. So congrats to them. Uh, you know, hope to stay in touch. You know, they – again, uh, it's, it's – it, Megan, if you're listening, if yeah. you're listening, and you guys decide to buy a yacht uh, with that contract money, and you decide to host a tailgate when the Browns play the Jaguars at the end of this upcoming season, and you're looking for two kick-ass podcast hosts to join on that yacht, we are accepting invites. Yeah, we're in. But yeah, so again, it's bittersweet, uh, bitter because we're leaving. But I mean, it could gra- I mean. It- He's getting paid, so good for them. Good luck. And then, Showberts. as I'm looking over to my left, I have my autographed mini Browns helmet signed by Christian Kirksey. Oh, yeah, he's gone too. Kirko, another big leader, another uh, someone who really made a lasting impression, and sort of Joe too, on uh, the young Mac Wilson, um, who really developed a lot this year, another one of our, our upcoming defensive stars. Uh, Kirko's been around for a long time, you know, many, many years, what, six, seven years probably? Or is that two linebackers that really embrace the city? Yeah, and... Kirko, I mean, Kirko started the dog check, you know, on the scoreboard. Uh, you know, unfortunately, he couldn't stay healthy. And in a league like the NFL, you know, it, it's, you know, it's what, what's the last thing you did for us, essentially, right? Yeah. Um, so he's been, you know, pretty much out the last two seasons, which is unfortunate. Uh, he's an ex- Super gifted player when he's healthy. Uh, he was one of the, you know, another fan favorite. So sad to see him go, but, you know, he'll do big things in Green Bay. 
Good luck, Schobert. Good luck, Kirksey. And especially good luck to the new Browns. So even though times may be grim right now, we're in times that none of us have ever been in before. The world is taking this all day by day. We're going to be all right, you guys. We're going to be. It's always darkest before dawn. And the light at the end of the tunnel is the beautiful, sweet, caring voices of that Muni Lot payphone. It's a March edition. It's the COVID edition. Let's fire it up. Let's go. (laughs) Hey, yo, what the fuck is up, Dogs of War podcast? This is Spider calling you up. Just want to say, everybody better be staying home, because if, if the football season gets delayed, because y'all are not staying home, that is not cool. We all need this. Stay home, drink beers, do what you got to do. Hell, during quarantine, I mean, um, I've pretty much just been getting high and watching Browns highlights over and over again, also playing Madden. Uh, really excited for next football season. Uh, go Browns. Hey, y'all, Browns fans. This is uh, Tony Wrestler. Um, I sent a message to an uh, angry Browns fan a few months ago. I'm a soldier with PTSD, and uh, I just couldn't do it anymore. And, uh, you know, angry Browns fan helped me out and got me into reading. So we can make it through this, you know. This man got me into reading Stephen King, got me into reading The Stand. So if Anger Browns fans get this dumb instrument reading, we, we can survive this. Go Browns, stay safe, love y'all, keep doing what y'all do. Yo, what's going on, Browns fans? Checking in from Seattle, Washington. Hope you're having a great day. Quarantining, I'm here eating my, uh, my pizza, watching a movie, you know. Checking the gram the other day, seeing Baker Mayfield doing some exercises in the in the garage, getting in that work. That Baker is no more. He'll come back, and we can do this, guys. I'm predicting Baker Mayfield will have a comeback season, and we will have a great, great season. We're making the playoffs, baby. Speak it to existence. Let's go, Browns. Who, who, who? Hey, this is Brad Schwenke calling. You know, I think the Browns are going to sign Jadavion Clowney and pair him with Miles Garrett. And those two are going to be great this year. Thanks to everybody that called in, whether it's saying something inspirational about the Browns, letting us know how you're doing in these strange times. Thank you. And everyone keep your heads up. Stay positive. Everybody love everybody. We got some big interviews coming up. Um, don't want to jinx anything, but I'm pretty excited for this uh, preseason season two of the Dogs War podcast. It's like a what is it a, a season going over a preseason? I don't know whatever the hell you want to call it. We got nothing but time. We're gonna figure this shit out. So tune in next week. I'd like to play an outro song by Sam Spence. Uh, Sam Spence is the guy that was a famous composer for NFL films. His music is epic. He passed away in 2016, but this particular song, this particular song, I like to envision myself doing something badass while it's in the background. So maybe you guys can do the same thing. Listen to it and imagine yourself doing something badass. And maybe that will come true someday. I don't know if that makes sense, but whatever. It it makes sense. Yeah. So we'll play that. Once I say, say my goodbyes here. Thanks for listening. 
For the love of God, stay inside. Especially tell your boomer parents, just like I'm doing, <laughs> and your grandparents and neighbors to stay the hell inside. Check in on check in on the loved ones. Check in on your friends that you know maybe going through a tough time. Support local business. Support local business. It's all right. We'll get through this. Not the end of the world. But uh, cue up the song. Let's do it. See you next week. Go Good night, Cleveland.